Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features three episodes of Captain Midnight. Each one is only about 10 to 15 minutes long, and they're serialized, so you need more than one episode to get the feel for the program. They all aired in the 1940s. Friday at this same time by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. But first, let's join a daring party on a dangerous trail in the deepest wilds of old Mexico as they proceed amid the strange noises of the jungle. Senor, you, you try to kill me? No, no, well, I wouldn't try to kill you. But look, there beside you. Madre de Dios! A snake! A rattler! Amigo mio, you saved my life! Oh, it's all in the day's work, Juan. Now, come on. Let's keep going. we got to locate another patch of those jumping beans before nightfall. Danger and adventure lie on every side in the land of the Mexican jumping beans. Long, hard miles through the reptile-infested jungle go the daring native Indians who gather these strange curiosities of nature. The beans that move by themselves as if they were alive. But now, attention, flight patrol members. Have you called at your Skelly service station with mother or dad to get the free bag of genuine Mexican jumping beans that your Skelly man is holding there for you? He also has a free jumping bean game for you. It's called Ringo Jumbo. And it's one of the most unusual games in all the world. Say, can't you just imagine the fun you'll have showing these jumping beans to all your friends? Now, to make them perform, you just let them lie still in a warm place over a radiator or under a lamp bulb. And then watch their side-splitting antics. Boy, oh boy, it's more fun than a circus. And wait till you play that Ringo Jumpo game. The one with the jumpingest bean wins. Why, every kid in your school will be playing it. And remember, this is all you do to get your free bag of jumping beans and your free Ringo Jumpo game. Just stop at your Skelly service station the next time you're out in the family car and show your Skelly man your flight patrol membership card. He'll give you your jumping beans and Ringo Jumpo game right then and there. It doesn't cost you a single penny. Not even a package seal or a box stop. No, sir. You just show your flight patrol membership card and those genuine Mexican jumping beans and the Ringo Jumpo game are both yours for keeps. Get them tonight, why don't you? And now to Captain Midnight. After a brave attempt to guard the secret of her father's treasure, Dolores Pareda has again fallen into the hands of Ivan Shark. The latter has in his possession a chart which he believes will show the location of the Pareda fortune. In the meantime, Chuck Ramsey has been saved from death at the brink of the waterfall. It is now early evening of the same day, and as our scene opens, we find Captain Midnight, Chuck, and Patsy Donovan sitting on a log in front of the cave which shelters Patsy and her mother. Nearby, a campfire crackles cheerfully. Listen as Patsy explains. 
Gee, Red, what a dinner we're going to have tonight. You just won't believe your eyes. I'll say you won't, Red. Gosh, you'll think you're having Thanksgiving dinner in black ghosts. Just a minute. What's that I smell? I can hardly believe that. Oh, no one could mistake that. It's roast turkey. Roast turkey is right. <laughs> and you ought to see the dressing that goes with it. Uh, I guess this living out in the wilds isn't so bad after all, huh? What do you two say? <laughs> oh, boy, there's nothing like it. I never felt so good in my life. Uh, I feel swell, too. Only a little, well, uh, sort of extra tired tonight. Well, I should think you would be after what you went through today. Nearly getting swept over the brink of a waterfall. Yes, that was an ordeal, Chuck. And in that connection, there's one thing I wanted to ask you about, Patsy. Oh, sure, Ed. What's that? When I ran into you with Pinky and Slim, you seemed... Well, you seemed a little bit reluctant to tell me what had happened. Uh, no, Red, I guess I was. I sort of felt we had gotten ourselves into that mess and that it was up to us to get ourselves out. I'm glad you said that. You've been honest with me, Patsy. But I want you to realize it could have had a very serious, in fact, tragic aftermath. Well, I sure do, Red. And so do I, Red. I'll never forget it. Well, I told you I wanted to find another means of escape from this place. And from what I saw, I think you found it. Honest, Red, do you? Yes. I think we can find some means of crossing to the other side of that underground stream. And uh, where the stream comes out just at the waterfall, I believe a descent down the mountainside is possible. Gosh, Red, maybe you're right. But you want to know, Chuck. Where you were out on that island, you could see almost straight down over the falls. Yes, Chuck, what about that? I think you're right, Red. I didn't notice as well as I should have. I guess I was too excited. Yes. But I believe that to the left of the waterfall, there's a more gradual descent. Oh, gee, Chuck, I forgot to ask you. Could you see the old Aztec temple that Pebbles told us about? No, I couldn't, Patsy, because of the mist from the waterfall. Now, listen. Here's what we're going to do. The first opportunity we have, Chuck, we'll take off and fly over the mountain to the other side and see if we can make a descent on foot. And the next thing we've got to do is to find out whether that underground river can be crossed. That's right. If the river can be crossed and we can make the descent, then we have an emergency means of escape. Well, gosh, I'd better go over and start helping Ma. Senor Pereira, Pebbles, Pinky, and Slim, and everybody else except the guards on duty are coming to the dinner. There will be a lot to do. When everything's ready, why, I'll call you. Yeah, okay, Patsy. Well, you can call on me to eat my share. <laughs> and mine, too. <laughs> well, Chuck, I'm glad you found where that cave leads to. We may have to use that way out almost any time. I know it, Red. And another thing. It doesn't look as if Major Steele and Bud Conley made it to the border. No, it doesn't. If they had, they would have been back by this time. So that leads us to fight our battles without any help. Well, there's just one thing I wish we knew. And that is, what Ivan Shark's next move will be. Yes, I wish I knew that, too. Oh, I don't like this sitting around here and waiting. Well, what about the mountain trail in the Bronx? Have the men on guard seen any more of shark scouts? Oh, yes, they've seen several. There isn't any question about it. This place is completely surrounded. I wonder if Shark knows about the cave and that waterfall. No, I don't think so. Or you would have seen some of his men on that side. Yeah, that's right. Oh, look. Here comes Senor Pareda. Oh. Ah, mi amigo. I am glad to see you. We're glad to see you, Senor Pareda. You bet we are, Senor. And you, Chuck, you are most fortunate. Pablo, he tells me only about. Yes, Senor Pareda. I was very lucky. But uh, what about this waterfall, Senor Pareda? Did you know about this? See, si, Senor. I know about the waterfall, but I did not know that this underground river comes out there. And you never went back into this cave. Oh, no, no. This cave it is very bad. But there is the trail on the left side of the forest. Oh, listen, Red. You hear that? Oh, that's splendid news, Senor. Now, if we can find a way to cross the underground river, we will have a means of escape. See, senors, but that will be very difficult. Well, perhaps, but we'll find out. Hey, Senor Pareda, what about this old Aztec temple at the foot of the falls? Did you know about that? See, si, mi amigo, I have reason to know about that very, very well. Hmm. You say that in a rather strange tone, senor. What do you mean? Mi amigos, I have the secret to tell you. It is very important. You already know that I have a very valuable treasure. 
the fortune of the Pareda family. Yes, senor. You did say something about that. This Ivan Shark, he tries to find out where my treasure is, but I do not tell him. Does your daughter Dolores know? No, senor. But in the secret underground chamber beneath my hacienda, I leave her a chart, a map. She will understand what it means. But anyone else? No. They cannot find out. Gosh, senor. What about Ivan Shark? Couldn't he find out? No, mi amigo. In the first place, he will not find the paper. And in the second place, he will not understand it. I wouldn't be too sure about that, senor. Ivan Shark is very, very clever. But gosh, senor, where is the treasure? What is Never he... mind that, Chuck. The location of the treasure is senor Pareto's own affair. But, mi capitan, I wish to tell you. That is why I come to talk Don't to you. Don't tell us, senor, unless you feel it absolutely necessary. But if you are to help me, senor, you must know. And there's something else. I did not know about the cave leading to the thoughts. If we must escape from this place, then where my treasure is will be a safe refuge for all of us. Chimney crickets. Well, what in the world? This Aztec temple, it has the bad reputation. These natives here, they will not go near it. So that is where I hide my treasure. Oh, a great deal of method in that madness, senor. It is the safest place I can think of. But your idea, senor, is for all of us to take refuge in the temple. If necessary, that is what you must do. Well, Chuck, this is good news indeed. It may be a good place to set up our headquarters until we finish with Shark. There is one thing more, senor. Yes? Since you tell me about Dolores, I am very glad. But also, I am very sad. Gosh, senor, what do you mean? I am glad to know my Dolores is alive. But I am sad to know she's in the hands of this Ivan Shark. I don't like that either, senor. And we'll change it pronto. But, Capitan, I have the plan. In the ground underneath my hacienda, there are the rooms and a passageway. Jiminy Crickets, what do you know about that? This is built by my ancestor. He make it for the refuge when the trouble comes. Oh, this is very interesting, senor. There is, I take it, an entrance and an exit? See me, Capitan. In the wall of the library, which this Ivan Shark takes for an office, yes? there is the secret door. There are only two people who know about this door. My daughter and myself. Well, uh, where is the exit, senor? There must be some underground means of escape. See, senor, but there is a trouble. Near this exit, which leads out into the barranca behind the hacienda, there's this stone wall. Yes. And this stone wall break down. And what's the exit? See me, amigo. But I think we can find some way to get in. Just a minute. Is there any place to land a plane near this exit? See, si, senor. There is the narrow pasture along the edge of the barranca. Yeah. We can make the landing, and the airplane will be right next to the exit. Good, good. Now listen, Chuck. This is an opportunity to strike right now. Later on tonight, we'll take off. You and Senor Pareto will be in the rear seat. I'll make a dead stick landing. No noise except the whistling of the wires. We'll try to get into that underground passage, and we may be able to rescue Dolores and capture Shark at the same time. Later that night, Captain Midnight, with Chuck and Senor Pareda in the plane with him, took off to make a daring landing near the Pareda Hacienda. Their plan is to get into the underground passageway. We now find them in the plane with the motor cut ready to land. Can you see, Red? We're almost on the ground. Yes, yes, I can see, Chuck. All right, now watch it, you two. We're, we're about to hit. Army Capitan, that is the magnificent landing. The wheels, they touch the ground so lightly. Oh, it was a peach, Red. I don't think anybody will hear that unless they're very close. What about it, Senor Pareto? What's ahead? There are the trees ahead, me Capitan. Oh, gosh, Red, we'll have to use our brakes. No, no, I won't unless I have to. Uh, but it's so dark, I can't see very well. Oh, if we could only use our landing lights. No, me amigo, that we cannot do. Hey, Red, look out. Yes, I see them, Chuck. Hold it now. I've got to use the brakes. Well done, me Capitan. Well done. All right, now, quick, everybody. Jump up. All right, now, quick now. Grab the tail and we'll turn the ship around to be ready for a quick takeoff. Come Here on. you are, Senor Pareda. Get up, up on the edge of the goose lock. All right, now, around with it. Come on. Easy. There, that's good. Now, let the tail down. Easy. Excellent, mi amigos. The hacienda wall is to our right, but we turn to our left and go down into the barranca. 
follow me. All right, come on, Chuck. We must go quietly and talk in the low voice. Okay, senor. Here is the edge. Down we go. How much farther, senor? Not very much. Because, oh, gosh, it's black down here. I do not need to see. I know this place by heart. Here, under these bushes. The door is directly in front of us. What's the matter, senor? Something is wrong. The door, it is open. Well, what does this mean? We know that the passageway to the exit has been blocked by a cave-in. Who, then, has opened the door? Strange and mysterious events are ahead. Don't miss them. Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now, I just feel it's my duty to give you fellows and girls a friendly warning. Now, I know none of you wide-awake flight patrol members wants to miss out on the fun of having some real live Mexican jumping beans and a fascinating Ringo Jumpo game. Well, that's why I want you to know this. Mexican jumping beans are pretty hard to get, and our supply is limited. We hope there's going to be enough so every member can get his free bag of these amusing curiosities and that Ringo Jumpo game that everybody's so crazy about. But there's only one way to be absolutely sure of getting some, and that's to get yours now. So don't forget, the very next time you get a chance to stop by a Skelly service station with mother or dad... Be sure you have your flight patrol membership card with you so you can show it to your skelly man and get your free bag of jumping beans and your free Ringo Jumpo game right away. Say, why not get them tonight? Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Does someone else know of the entrance to the secret passageway beneath the Parada Hacienda? As I even Shark found it? And what about the parade at Razor? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your skelly man, saying goodbye and happy landing! through Friday at the same time by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. But before we start, I want to give you a final warning. A final warning that may save your dad lots of trouble and real expense. So listen carefully. Are you sure dad has changed over to winter oil and grease in the family car? Ask him tonight. And if he hasn't, just tell him how well satisfied you know he'll be if he changes over to Skelly Tagoline Winter oil and grease. That's all, but it's real important. And now, another final warning for you. Get your free bag of Mexican jumping beans and your free Rinko Jumpo Mexican jumping bean game before it's too late. 
We can only give them out while our limited supply lasts. So be sure to call for yours tonight or within the next couple of days for sure. We can't promise how much longer you'll be able to get them. By the way, have you seen any of these famous jumping beans that all the members are getting at their Skelly service stations? Say, isn't it funny the way they wiggle and flop around? You just warm them up a bit so they'll feel like they're back in sunny Mexico. And isn't that Ringo Jumpo game a fascinating one? It's like an old game they've played with jumping beans for hundreds of years in romantic old Mexico. Why, you'll spend hours playing this strange game with those amusing galloping bronco beans, as the natives call them. All your friends will beg you to let them play, too. But remember, you'll have to hurry if you want to be sure and get your own free Mexican jumping beans and your Ringo Jumpo game. All you do, you know, is to stop at your Skelly service station when you're out driving with mother or dad and show your Skelly man your flight patrol membership card. You don't need any money or box top or even a postage stamp. It's all free. Just tell your Skelly man you're calling for your jumping beans and your game and he'll hand them right over with a big smile thrown in for good measure. Your Skelly man is like that, you know. And now to Captain Midnight. Last time you remember... Captain Midnight decided to fly to the Pareda Hacienda and try to rescue Dolores Pareda and capture Ivan Shark at one bold stroke. With Senor Pareda and Chuck Ramsey in the rear cockpit, Captain Midnight made a night flight and landed in a narrow pasture near the rear wall of the Hacienda. Then Senor Pareda led them down into the shadows to the secret exit of the passageway hidden by a clump of bushes. Suddenly, as he groped his way forward in the shadows, Senor Pareda gasped at a door in front of them is already open. We find them there again now, and Senor Pareda speaks in a frightened whisper. It is true, me, Capitan. The door, it is open. See? Please, and beacons. Did you hear that, Red? Just a second, Senor. Was the door always kept closed? See, Senor. The door, it has not been open for many years. Here, let's have that flashlight, Chuck. There you are, Red. I'm going to take a look at this door. There. You see me, Capitan? The door, it was not easy to open. Yes, you're right. The dead leaves and dirt which piled in front of the door have all been pushed back. This door has been opened recently. See, Senor. That is right. Wait a minute now. Let's try the door and see if it works easily. I'll push it back a little. All right. Oh, that's strange. Makes hardly any noise at all. Gosh, not for an old rusty door like this. That means it's been opened and closed quite often. See, Senor. And perhaps they put the oil on the hinge. Right. What are we going to do, Red? Do we dare go inside? I don't know, Chuck. Wait. Let's take a look at the ground here. There are so many dead leaves, Senor. It is difficult to see Mark. Yes, it's impossible to see any footprints. Have you got your gun, Chuck? You bet I have, Red. And you, Senor Pareto? Yes. All right, let's go. But we've got to be very careful. Are you going to use the flashlight? No, mi amigo. That will not be necessary. I know this place by heart. I will go in front. You will follow me. Right, Senor, but be very careful. See me, Capitan. Come now. We will go. This is the blackest hole I was ever in. Where are you, Senor? Here I am, Senor. Okay, all right, let's go on now. But don't get separated. Okay, Red. Keep hold of each other. That's it. The barricade. It is not far ahead. How far would you say? Maybe 50 feet. How far have we come? About the same, Senor. All right, now hold it a second. See? Oh, this place gives me the creeps. I sure wouldn't want to be in here alone. Listen, Senor. Are there any side passages leading into this one? No, Senor. There are not. I just wondered if anyone could be hiding in here. The people are in here, Senor. They must be in this passage. Very well, then. Let's go on. But be careful. And keep your gun handy. Gosh, Red. Hadn't you better turn on the flashlight? Let's see what we're coming to. No, Chuck. No, not just yet. Senor Pareto knows the way. See, Senor. 
We are almost there. Be quiet for a moment. If there's anyone hiding in here, he may make a move. Now, quiet. Ah, then, senor. We are here. Senor, step back up in here. See me, Captain. Both of you. Have your guns ready. See, senor. I'm all set, Red. All right. I'm going to turn on the flashlight. Gosh. Look at that pile of rocks. See? It is the cave-in of the wood. Yes. And look over there. Jiminy crickets. There has been someone here. Somebody started to open the passageway. See this pile of rocks that have been taken out? Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to complete the work someone else has started. We're not going to get this far and then quit. It's 12 o'clock now. And it gets daylight about 4.30. Yes, and by that time, we'll have to get out of here. As soon as it starts getting light, someone will see our plane. We must hurry, then. There is much to do. Right. You hold the light, senor. While Chuck and I get to work on these rocks. We're going to clear away this barricade. And now, while Captain Midnight and Chuck work desperately to open a hole in the barricade, we turn to another scene. You will remember that in an underground room, Ivan Shark and his lieutenant, Gardo, came upon Dolores Pareda just as she fainted. Ivan Shark took a chart which Dolores had been looking at. He now has been studying this chart for many hours. And at this moment, little realizing that his enemy, Captain Midnight, is so close to him, he is in the Pareda library, still looking at the charts on his desk. Listen, as Ivan Sharp says. Hmm. At last I begin to understand. Senor Pareda was a very clever man. You call, Master? Yes, Fang. Where's Gardo? He is waiting for you now. Good. Tell him to come in. Yes, Master. You will come in, Gardo. Okay, Fang. That will be all, Fang. Yes, Master. Well, Chief... What do you make of the chart? Have you figured out where that treasure is? Not completely, Gardo. The treasure is probably hidden at one certain place I have in mind. It's not there, however. I will have to begin all over again. What place is that, Chief? Well, southwest of us, Gardo. About ten miles, I should say, is a deep valley with one mountain peak and a high waterfall. Oh, yeah, I know the place you mean, Chief. At the foot of this waterfall is an old Aztec temple, of which the natives have great fear. They will have nothing to do with it. Will not even go near it. So that makes it an excellent hiding place, does it not? Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I begin to see what you're driving at, Chief. This guy Pareda hid his treasure there, huh? But uh, how are you going to know for sure? That I will show you. Yes, Martha? Bang. You will bring in the Senorita Dolores Pareda. Yes, Martha. Say it. I don't get you, Chief. What's the dame got to do with it? Just this, Gardo. Senor Pareda's daughter certainly must know its location. I'm going to question her. And as I do so, we must both observe her very carefully. She may give herself away. Now, you take this chair to my right. And I will arrange this desk lamp so that the glare will be on her face while we'll be in the shadow. Okay, Chief. The Senorita Pareda, Master. Very good, thing. Close the door and wait outside. Yes, Master. Well, Senor, what more do you wish of me? Have you not done enough already? Come forward, Senorita. I wish to talk to you. Why do you not let me alone? You have killed my father. You have taken our home away from us. You have robbed me of the diamond my grandmother gave me. What else can you want? Please, Senorita. You must calm down. If you will be reasonable, I will be your friend. I will help you. That is the love. I know better now. Talking like that will do you no good, Senorita, I warn you. And what is this you subject me to now? 
please, senor. Let me go. I, I have not had this sleep. I, I do not feel well. Very good, then. You will answer the questions and you shall go. What do you wish? Senorita, you have not told the truth about the Parada treasure. I do not know anything about the Parada treasure. Ah, Senorita, that will not do. You've already given yourself away. I know that you know where the treasure is. If, if I did know, Senor, I have forgotten. I, I've been through too much. I cannot see. <laughs> come, come, Senorita. I have the chart before me. The one which you were looking at in the underground room. You, you have that? Yes, I have it. So it will do you no good to deceive me. But, Senor, if you have the chart, then... What do you need with me? You are very clever, senorita. But you do not realize with whom you are dealing. Oh, yes, I do, senor. I'm dealing with a scoundrel, a murderer. <laughs> you are very complimentary, senorita. Now then, how about the treasure? You have the choice. Why ask me? I wish you to help me, that is all. So, you wish me to help you? And how could I be of any help to you? I merely wish you to confirm my own judgment. And what is your judgment? In the underground passageway, there is a large room. I refer to the room with the table and chairs. Si, senor. There is such a room. On the left of the big room, as one enters, there is a door. And this door leads into a small room. You are right, senor. And in the wall of this small room, there is a compartment with a secret door. Behind that door lies the Parada treasure. Very excellent, senor. You are indeed the great Ivan Shark that you say you are. So, you see, senorita, you could not deceive me. The treasure is where I said it is. See, si, senor, the, the Parada treasure is in that small room. I know that, but I, I, I do not know where the secret door is. When you have found it, the treasure will be yours. <laughs> Thank you, senorita. Thank you, indeed. But, senorita, will you tell me this? Why would I look in the small room beneath this hacienda when the parade of treasure lies in the underground room of the Aztec Temple? Oh. Look at it, she is. God, oh, look at her. If you could only see yourself, senorita. Your eyes, they're filled with fear. Your face, it is the color of gray mist. And look how you tremble. Now I know the truth. Take her out, Gardo. Take her out. Never get the parade of treasure I won. Never. We will see about that. At last, Ivan Shark has discovered the location of the parade of treasure. And at the same moment, Captain Midnight, Senor Juan Parada, and Chuck Ramsey are digging desperately to penetrate the underground barricade and enter the hidden passageway beneath the hacienda. Ivan Shark and Captain Midnight will soon be coming to close grips. Don't miss coming adventures. Tune in Monday to Captain Midnight. See, when you're off riding in the family car this weekend, remember this. Make absolutely certain that the oil and grease in your car has been changed over for winter driving. Stop at your Skelly service station for a careful checkup. Then, while you're there, here's something else to do. Show your skelly man your flight patrol membership card and say to him, I'd like to get my free bag of Mexican jumping beans and my free Ringo Jumbo game, if you please. Now, that's all there is to it. 
These mysterious jumping beans and the fascinating game, too, are both free to all Flight Patrol members. But say, you'll hurry and get them, won't you? You know, our supply is disappearing fast. So get over to your Skelly service station with Mother or Dad this weekend for sure. In fact, why not make it tonight? Now, don't forget to tune in again Monday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. What about the secret door which was found open? Who has preceded Captain Midnight and Chuck? And can Dolores still keep sharp from locating the parade of fortunes? Be sure to listen Monday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! through Friday at the same time by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. The Skelly Oil Company, you know, was the originator of tailor-made gasoline. Gasoline that's weather right for your car. See, fellows and girls, here's one that'll tickle your funny bone. What would you think if you saw a man walk out into a snowstorm wearing a swimming suit and a derby hat? Well, I'll bet you'd say the man ought to have his head examined, wouldn't you? But you know, your family car may be just as unprepared for your weather as that man in the swimming suit if your car is using the wrong gasoline. I mean, gasoline that isn't weather right. So ask Dad tonight if the gasoline he uses is changed to fit the weather or if his gasoline is the same now as it was last summer when the temperature was 100 in the shade. Now, that's really a very important question because gasoline that's made for summer use just doesn't have the zip and snap a motor needs for quick starting and smooth performance in cold weather. You want gasoline that's made to suit your weather. Well, there is such a gasoline, and it's called Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax. It's weather right because it's tailor-made for quick starting and top performance at the time and the place where you buy it. You see, Skelly Aeromax gasoline is tailor-made for each section of the country where it's sold and for the changing seasons of the year. You can always be sure Skelly Aeromax will suit your weather. So tell your dad all about Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax gasoline tonight. Try it and see if it doesn't give you quicker starts and smoother performance than the gasoline you've been using. Say, dad and mother will be proud to find out you know so much about driving, and they'll both be glad you told them about Skelly Tailor-Made Aeromax gasoline. Have them try it tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. By subjecting Dolores Parada to a third-degree inquisition, 
Ivan Sharp tricked her into giving away the secret of the location of the parade at Fraser. While this was taking place, Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, and Senor Pareda were working desperately to open a hole in the cave-in of the rock wall, barring their progress in the secret passageway under the hacienda. Let's see how they're getting along. Senor Pareda is holding a pocket flashlight, which provides light for the labors of Captain Midnight and Chuck. And one by one, the stones come off with a thud. Listen as Captain Midnight says in a low voice. All right, wait, wait. Oh, hold it a second, Chuck. Key red. Wait till I get rid of this rock. All right. Ah, mi amigos. We are making the handway. It will not be long now. Well, that's what I wanted to find out. You don't think we have far to go then, senor? No, mi capitán. This barricade, it is not the great one. About how thick do you think it is? Three or four feet, senor. No more. We ought to be about through then. Huh? I think we are. Now put your hand here, where we've been working. Huh? Oh, yes, Chuck. Yes, you're right. I do feel something. I feel a draft. This is good. Yes, we must be almost through. Ah, I thank the merciful dinner. Soon perhaps I shall see my daughter, Dolores. Listen, senor. Did there used to be much of a draft down this passageway? No, mi capitán. Only if the outer door was open. Then there couldn't be any draft at all if that door was closed. Well, that's the way we left it. Blazing Beacon, that's right. We drew the door shut after we came in. But there could be a draft if there was an opening at the other end, ahead of us. See, that could be possible. All right, now we've got to work fast. Here, hold the flashlight for me, senor. While I continue taking out these rocks. Oh, Chuck. Yeah? Do you think you can find your way back to the door through which we came? Oh, sure, Red. I can find it all right. All right. Now you make your way back there slowly and quietly. See whether it's open or closed. Get back here as quickly as possible and listen. Be careful. Okay, Red. I'll be right back. All right. I do not like this, signal. This is not good. Let's not jump at any conclusions, senor, until Chuck gets back. All right, now then. Some more of these rocks. Look, the Capitan. There is a small hole. Yes. Yes, we're beginning to get through, all right. Perhaps we shall be able to surprise this Ivan Sharks. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Now tell me, senor, about the secret door in the library. See me, Capitan. At one end of the library, behind the screen, there's a long bookcase on the wall. Mm -hmm. One section of this bookcase is the door. Yeah, very good, senor. How does that door open? On the panels between the sections, there are the carvings. The English word is gargoyle. Oh, yes, yes, of course, gargoyle. And the hidden button is somewhere on the head? See, si, senor. It is necessary to press the left eyeball. Uh, see. And uh, how do you open it from the passageway side? There is the lever which comes out from the wall. It is not hidden. No, it wouldn't need to be on that side. Now, tell me, you say Ivan Shark uses the library as his headquarters? See, me, Capitan. He uses it as the office. He is there much of the time. Yes, Red. Oh, Red. Yes, Chuck. Yes, Chuck. Yes. What is it? The door, Red. It's open. The door is open. I say, we are discovered. Hold on now. Let's not jump at conclusions. Oh, gosh, Red. Our plane's outside. What are we going to do? Yes, Chuck. I'm thinking about this. Mi amigo, what shall we do? Do you suppose, Red, that door could have opened itself? Uh, I doubt it. It works easily, but I don't think there was enough draft to open it. Gosh, it's a strong draft now. Yes, I know. I've got quite a hole opened up here, Chuck. Almost large enough for us to crawl through. Oh, gee, Red, just when we were getting along so well. There's no time for idle talk, Chuck. Come on, let's go. Oh, you're right, Red. I'm sorry. What shall we do, senor? First, we've got to protect ourselves from the rear and be sure we're not being followed. Without using the light, we'll creep slowly and quietly back to the door. All right, now loosen your gun so you can get up and quickly. When we get there, we won't go outside. We'll stay inside the door with our backs pressed against the wall. And we'll wait and see if anyone comes or goes. After that, if all is well, we will continue. And at the same moment, nearby in the hacienda above, sits Ivan Chark in the library. His eyes are studying the chart on the desk before him, while a leer of satisfaction lights up his evil features. 
Suddenly, the door opened. Is that you, Gardo? Yes, yeah, see. Where's Fang? Uh, he's making a tour of inspection. Oh, yes. I told him to do that every hour. Very well, then. Close the door and come here. Okay, Chief. What have you done with the Senorita Pareda? I put her in that underground chamber, Chief. There ain't no way for her to get out. You mean the one in which we found her kneeling by the chest? Yeah, that's the one, Chief. Hmm. <laughs> she will not last long there, Gardo. It is damp and the air is bad. But now that I've found out what I wish to know... It does not matter. Well, uh, are you sure you know, Chief? Never more sure in my life, Cardo. We know the treasure is in the Aztec Temple. And we also know from this chart that it lies in an underground chamber. Yeah, but there's a sense it ain't in plain sight, Chief. Ah, that does not matter in the least, Cardo. As long as I know what room it is in, I will find any secret compartment or hiding place. Yeah, <laughs> you're good at that stuff, Chief. Yeah, I never would have found the secret door in this library. Now then, Gardo, at the first sign of daylight, you and I will make a trip to the temple. We must waste no time in getting this treasure. Okay, Chief. But uh, what about Captain Midnight and that crowd up in the valley? <laughs> we can take care of them at our leisure, Gardo. Rothman and his men have them surrounded on the ground. Yeah, but don't forget, Chief. Captain Midnight has that black two-seater. I remember that well, Gardo. But you will instruct our pilots to maintain constant control. They are not to allow that black two-seater to take off from the dried lake bed. Okay, Chief, I'll tell them. As soon as we have the treasure, then our pilots will drive the great herd of cattle through the northern pass, where they are to be delivered. Have you got the deal all set on that? Yes, Gardo. Everything is arranged. The cattle must be driven down our valley then through the pass which you have seen from the air. As soon as they are on the other side of the pass, I will have completed my bargain. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new one, Chief. Driving cattle by airplanes. <laughs> it ought to work all right, too. Yes, Cardo. Five airplanes will be worth a hundred cowboys. When the cattle hear the roar of the motors, they will move and move fast. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be a regular stampede. That's what it'll be. Yes. That's what I wish. We will waste no time. No. Uh, you know who this guy is you're dealing with? Oh, yes, Gardo. I know him very well. He is a gentleman with my own outlook on life. He is anxious to make a quick fortune, and he will ask no questions. Yeah, that's the kind of a gent to do business with. Now then, Gardo, I have constructed another map to be used with this chart. I wish you to study it with me so that we can settle on the details of our flight to the temple. Now you will notice this point. I believe we can land not very far from... Again, we return to Captain Midnight, Chuck Ramsey, and Senor Pereira. They are standing with their backs pressed against the wall inside the open door of the underground passageway. Listen as Chuck says. I don't think anyone's coming now. We do not have the time to lose, Senor. Well, that's true enough. My guess is we don't have more than two hours before daybreak. That's about right. So we'll have to work fast. Shall we go back in or... Well, I... Wait a minute. Quiet. Something's coming. Hold your position. If there aren't too many, we'll jump on it. I don't hear anything else. He must be all alone. It is strange, Senor. 
This man here has not said there was it. How about the flashlight, Red? You think it's safe to use it? Wait a minute. Let's drag him inside away first. Okay. All right, all together. Get a hold of him. It's going to be far enough. Don't you think, Red? Yes, I think so. We are not many steps from the door, Lee Carpenter. Where's the flashlight? Senor Boleta has it. All right, Senor. Let's see what we've got here. See, Senor. Turn his head up. There. Chuck, look. What? It's the pilot we rescued from the crashed plane. The one who escaped from us. Who is this, Mami Amigo? I told you about him, Senor. Remember the pilot of the wrecked airplane? See, see. Now I remember. Gosh, Red. We couldn't get him to say a word before, and he probably won't now. Yeah, well, wait. I'll find out. You. What's your name? What are you doing here? He's shaking his head. Look, Senor. He moves the hand. Break the beacons, Red. Look at that. He pointed to his mouth and shook his head. Then he pointed to his ear and shook his head again. Hmm. I thought he was trying to deceive it the other time, Chuck. I'm not so sure now. Oh, look. He's making another motion. He moves the finger against the other hand, Senor. He tells us he wished to write the letter. Mm-hmm. That's it, Red. That's just what he's doing. Well, wait. Who's got a piece of paper? Well, here's that little notebook I carry. Oh, good. I'll open it to a blank page. Hear me, amigo. I have the time. That's the stuff. That's the I'll give them to him next. Gosh, he's writing all right. I wonder what he's saying. He has finished. Oh, he's handing it to you, Red. Yes, here. I'll read what he's written. My name is Zoe. I am a pilot for Ivan Shark. Now he's writing something more. Oh, gosh. We knew he was a pilot for Ivan Shark. All we found out is his name. Look, he is writing very fast. He knows exactly what he wishes to tell us. Yes. Uh, uh, there, he gives it to you. He's getting up. Hey! Quick, stop him. Stop or I'll shoot. Hold it, Chuck. Hold it. He can't hear you. He can't shoot a man in the back. Besides, after looking at this note, this may mean salvation for us, Chuck. Or it may mean a fight much sooner than we expected. All right, come on, let's go. We'll find out soon enough. Well, the mysterious pilot again makes his appearance. And we know something that Captain Midnight does not know. The pilot, Dollinger, has helped Captain Midnight by giving a false report to Ivan Sharp. And say, what is the note he has left behind? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. And now, don't forget... Tell your dad about Skelly TaylorMade Aeromax gasoline. Gasoline that's weather right for quick starting and smooth performance in your weather now. And another thing, if you haven't called at your Skelly service station for your free Mexican jumping beans and your free Ringo Jumbo game, be sure you get them right away. Because I can't promise you how much longer they'll be available. They're going mighty fast. So if for some reason you fail to call for yours, just show your Skelly Man your Flight Patrol membership card when you stop there with Dad tonight. He'll give you your free jumping beans and Ringo Jumbo game right on the spot. That is, if he has a single one left. And I surely hope he has. But the sooner you stop in, the better. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain at Night. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Is the mute pilot Zollinger turning traitor to his chief, Ivan Shark? Or is this merely one of the master criminal's tricks to lure Captain Midnight and his friends farther underground? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing!
Sent on a suicide mission to save France in World War I, Captain Red Albright, against 100 to 1 odds, successfully completed his mission and came back at midnight. From this moment on, with his sidekicks Chuck Ramsey and Patsy Donovan, Captain Midnight led their secret squadron to fight evil, save the helpless, and spread freedom. Captain Midnight aired from 1939 to 1949, going from a regional show to a network national program. Red Albright was played by Bill Boucher, then Ed Prentice. Captain Midnight's evil nemesis, Ivan Shark, was played by Boris Aplon. These adventures were based, let's say quite loosely, on the show's creator's experiences in World War I. Creator Robert Burt served with the Lafayette Escadrille and was a pilot, once engaging eight enemy pilots, another time crashing in the infamous No Man's Land between trenches during a battle. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.